When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. Don and Steve, My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, Miguel just dropped some uh, bombs with the dirt alert, which was great. I then was going through the email bag. Uh, Faye, Faye, who last week was really over the, the idea of us trying to name Mike, create a nickname for him. Hey, Faye. Emailed in on that same thread. So I see, like, you all got to stop talking about what you're going to call Mike. Call him whatever comes out of the mouth. Okay. All of them are cool, and we're going to know who you're referring to. That was her last week. She updates Jeez. it with, Zamboni is the best. All and, right. And he's so patient with your taking so long. That's what uh, Faye said. Thanks, Faye. It's like a Zamboni driver. you got to be patient. They right. don't go very fast. We're yeah. going to have to get a little intro for Zamboni. Yeah. We'll do a little Gear Daddies. I don't know if Steve knows that song. Do you know the Zamboni song? No. I want to ride the Zamboni? No. Oh. You're about to. It's been a long time since I've been to a wild game. Oh, sorry. You want more? No, no, no. I mean, I I just mean in general. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I want to hear more music. (laughs) Anyway, what were we doing? Oh, the show. Oh, that thing. Um, I got new movies out this week. Quickly, we've got uh, Knock at the Cabin. This is the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. What is that? Uh, A little girl and her two dads, Jonathan Groff and Ben Aldridge, are on a vacation at a remote cabin in the woods. But then... Four strangers come to their cabin and take them hostage. You have a cabin, Donna? I do. Well, I don't want to hear that. The strangers Ew. insist that one of them must be sacrificed to prevent the apocalypse from happening. Oh, boy. The group includes Dave Bautista from Marvel Cinematic Universe, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Rupert Grint from Harry Potter. 80 for Brady is also out this weekend. Okay, that looks adorable. Inspired by a true story, four lady friends in their 80s who are huge Tom Brady fans. So they go on a road trip together to go to the 2017 Super Bowl in Houston between the New England Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons, which the Patriots had a dramatic comeback in. Spoiler alert. The uh, the ladies are played by Jane Fonda, Sally Field, Rita Marino, and Lily Tomlin. Uh, also, Gronk is in that. His other former teammate, Danny Amendola, and Julian Edelman, all in that. The scene I saw with Gronk is super cute. Finally, the amazing Maurice will be in theaters. This is Hugh Laurie voicing a streetwise ginger cat named Maurice. Cute. So, you got options this weekend. Now, what's this story about Matthew Lauer? Oh. And a potential return. Yeah, so page six had this article on Matt Lauer, and basically he thinks he can make a comeback. He's looking for a media comeback. Um, 
sources, quote unquote, um, are saying that he thinks he should be able to to have a comeback and they're pushing him to make a move like Megyn Kelly and put him like back in the games on his own terms is what they're saying. Sure. I don't know if he can. He's he's been pretty silent. Yeah, you you haven't you haven't seen him um haven't heard from him. If he were able to mount a comeback, I think it it requires some sort of clearing of the air. Right, like an apology. You could do it Will Smith style, you know, just you shoot the video and then mm, do your own thing. Right. Or you could say, all right, I'm going to let so-and-so interview me. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I, I feel like if you go back to 2018 when this happened, right? It was 2018, I believe. Sounds right. 2017, 2018. About five years ago. Wow. I feel like I remember saying on the air, he'll be back on the air within five years. Five years specifically. You did say that. I don't know if before I saw this article, if you asked me that today, I don't know that I would believe it. I don't know if the article changes my mind much or not. I just, it it does feel like maybe not, but you've ever heard of Chris Cuomo? We're going to do this again. Chris Cuomo is now doing his own thing. I think he's on Newsmax or something like that. Yeah, there are these different non-network gigs out there that if you really want to have, want to be a part of the game again, Mm -hmm. you can do it. That being said, there were some, you know, obviously some very, very serious allegations that were brought against him. Yes. So there's a there's. A winding road to getting back to a point where America wants to hear their news from from you. I'm not saying that it's impossible. Right. I'm just saying I, I I'm not sure what that exactly would be. Hmm. All of it notwithstanding, stand alone. Before remember, before Matt Lauer, before this all happened, I had been working with someone on at a speaking event who used to be a producer on the Today Show, and I was like, oh my gosh, we have to talk about Matt Lauer. I just think he is so talented and just what a what a broadcaster. He's mm-hmm. just a wonderful broadcaster. And then a few weeks later, we're at our next event, and so she was there. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, everything had come out. Matt Lauer had been fired, et cetera. And so I get there, and I go into the room, and I said, hey. And she said, well, I have what I feel is a very ill-timed present for you. Oh, no. That's right. There is a folder. Stevie Boy opens the folder. There is what I think might be Matt Lauer's final signed headshot to Steve. Oh, my God. I bring it back to the Twin Cities Live office. I said, what do I do with this? Oh, no. Doesn't feel like the one I should be push pinning to my cubicle wall. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah. Sorry, Steve. Um, I think I think he's hoping that somebody would be willing. He knows he can't really go back to mainstream TV because advertisers would likely pull away. He could do a podcast or something on his own terms. Sure. Um, he isn't rushing into anything, according to the, these sources. But I don't. I don't know about this. Yeah, podcast seems like the the way to go. 
I think he wants to be on camera, though. I think you're right. You know, that, that would be my guess. Yeah. When you, if somebody goes from being on camera, they look the part, and then they make a switch in their career and go to like a, a radio kind of a thing, there sure. it can be met with great uh, depression. You know what I mean? I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to use the right word. I don't know what to say. It's 11 11 11. Uh, it's 11 11 11. Make a wish. Um, okay, Steve. Well, you're stuck here now, so sorry, buddy. So you've just pulled up canvas bag. You have a giant person now, a canvas bag. What are you What are you getting out of your giant canvas Don't bag? Don't worry about it. A shirt. For what? For me? No. Unless you want a Team Cobra shirt. Oh, that's a cool shirt. Yeah. They they definitely Is it size large? It. Um, nope, it's a medium. Okay. Nope, it's a... Yeah, it's a medium. Sorry. <laughs> Can I go? Feels like you have. How about this? Let's take a break. We got a couple of studies. This is good. This is great. For those of us who don't want to be the brown noser who's always trying to show up first and leave last. Hey, boss, I put it all this extra time last week. Five reasons you should not work more than 40 hours. Five very specific reasons you shouldn't work more than 40 hours. I will rattle them off when we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. Did you know that something like a low-speed car accident can dramatically change someone's life? And it can happen in an instant at Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. Um, you know, obviously they can't change what happened, but you know what? Their personal injury attorneys, like Mike Bryant, can help you obtain the financial compensation you deserve. It's not going to undo what you've experienced, of course, but a settlement can certainly provide financial resources that you would need to cover things like medical uh, expenses, lost wages, future rehab costs, and not to mention compensate you for your pain and suffering and emotional distress. Mike also says it's super important, obviously, to seek medical attention immediately after a collision because sometimes serious injuries don't even appear for weeks or even months following an uh, an accident. Then you want to seek legal advice. You can get a hold of Mike Bryant very easily online by going to minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Uh, did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Two seasons. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. And then what was your what was your thought after um, that? Like We thought it was a good story. And we I thought it was good. It didn't hit me. It didn't gong my bell the way I wanted it to. Me too. I wanted Uh-oh. to feel a little bit stronger about it i didn't i also knew some things out of order because breaking bad was shooting right beside where the studio where i used to work in new mexico to the point where mike there was a time when i was this is not made up where i was like who's bringing an rv to work why are they parking this here oh that's funny that was uh the rv from the show that is incredible come to find out um and brian cranston was lovely when i did my Long-form sit-down interview with him. He was great. What do you want me to say, Donna? Hide parts of my past? I want to know what Z-Dog was oh. thinking. Single favorite show of all time. Yeah, I go. don't get with it. With a period. Yes, it's there's no one that compete with it. So, Mike, why we stopped yeah. was it um, wasn't because we got bored with the story. Mm-hmm. It was a particular time in our life where we started watching it every night. Yep. And we were like, we need to... F- 
feel better at the end of the night before we go to bed. And sometimes we'll get into that mode. And then we just never went back to it. But it wasn't for any sort of distaste outside of we wanted something a little like, hey, let's put put on a rerun of Friends. I wonder if I could be talked into going back to that show. I know how it ends. I, I binged it in 2020. But I had started watching Better Call Saul before I ever mm-hmm. watched an episode of Breaking Bad. Do you like that one better than Breaking Bad? I, I thought that one or? was kind of oh, meh, really? too. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. No, I've heard a lot of people stop at like episode five or six and they just can't get through. Because that first season, they do such a great job of laying the groundwork. It is mm-hmm. a lot of groundwork laying. And then, like you said, season two, it's pretty heavy and depressing. And it's very, you get left feeling heavy when you get done. Um, and then three and four, it just flies by. Like, Wait. I feel like it goes very quick. Well, it's so depressing that here was a guy who. Was it he needed to sell drugs to treat his cancer? He wanted his family to have money when he was gone. He mm-hmm. knew that his life was going to be cut short. He's been a teacher's whole life. He missed out on a couple of opportunities to be a multi, multi, multi millionaire. Right, because of that be- jerk friend. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so he wanted to set them up to be in a better position. And, and he realized, oh, I can cook meth. And, and then he can- turns into a terrible person. It's straight, as a result. It's straight Scarface by the end. Yeah, it's literally that whole buildup of... Becoming it's that so person. Sad. You want to hear Brian Cranston? I would like to. Um, this is Brian Cranston. He was on the show that Donna hates called Hot Ones, where they eat hot chicken wings and do the interview. I think it's pretty entertaining. He was talking about how they ended up eating, he and Aaron Paul, they ended up eating the crystal meth on set one day. And what goes into making like TV meth? Like, what is TV meth? TV methamphetamine, the way we made it, with a little blue tint. Um, is actually rock candy, and it and the flavor was cotton candy, rock mm. candy. I never tasted it until one night we were working. It was probably the 16th or 17th hour. We're working in the in our dungeon downstairs, our 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 lab down there, and um, Gus Fring is making sure we're working and we're working. And I see Aaron Paul reach into our product, our handful of our product, and starts throwing throwing the, the methamphetamine in his mouth. I go, what are you doing? You can't eat the product. He goes, I'm getting so tired. I mean, it's just like, you're really getting a, a high off this? It's like, well, it's sugar. And he goes, you've tasted it. I go, no, I haven't tasted it. He goes, oh, you should taste it. I go, no, I don't think so. He goes, and I guess I was still in character because Walter White wouldn't ever. Right. He goes, no, I'm not doing that. And he goes, take, you gotta have one. Yo, have. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. One. <laughs> <laughs> and so, all right, all right. You know, to shut you up. And I tasted one. It was like, that's pretty good. I love that he's still calling it the product. Yeah, right. Still in character. I I do have to give props to that one scene. Gus, he said Gus. Gus Fring, yep. 
Was that his character's mm-hmm. name? Gustavo Fring. Played by his Giancarlo demise. Esposito. Yes. His, his demise was epic. Spoiler alert. Huh? You see what I did there, mm-hmm. Mike? Did I do the right thing there with the bell? Nicely done. There's a bell thing there. Uh, yeah. So I heard about that. Oh, my yeah. God. You should just go to YouTube and look at that No, scene. I saw it. I, oh, I, I, I mean, this was like people came into Reels that day, and it was like, oh, my gosh, wow. And then I watched it and was like, oh. <laughs> so wild. Yeah. That was good. And maybe I did like it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm convinced you're not convinced of most of your feelings. I'm a very indecisive person. Thank you. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. Always good to talk to you, (laughs) my friend. Five reasons you should not work more than 40 hours a week. That's never going to be a problem for us. Yeah, we're all good with this one. Um, <laughs> we would call this study not relatable. This is for all you brown nosers <laughs> out there who make sure that you get there. You don't walk out to your car until you see your boss walking out to your car. All right, you little pencil pushing dweebs. Respectfully. You risk having a stroke or a heart attack. Mm. If you work more than 40 hours per week, according to a 2021 study by the World Health Organization, working more than 55 hours per week was associated with a 35% higher risk of stroke, 17% higher risk of dying from heart disease compared with working just 35 to 40 hours. uh, Your risk of getting injured on the job goes up. A study found working at least 12 hours per day was associated with a 37% increased hazard rate. So you're much more likely to hurt yourself if you're working a super long day. Your mental health—I got it. Your mental health worsens, Donna. Okay. A 2020, the year of the pandemic, study found that longer hours was connected to higher levels of stress, depression, and bad thoughts. Your sleep and your work suffers. You brown noser, which is gross when you think about it. Multiple studies have found that when you get less than six hours of sleep a night, you get more distracted, anxious, and irritable and become more susceptible to impulsively taking bigger risks. And finally, you stop being good at your job. A five-year survey of 5,000 employees and managers across several different industries found that working between 30 and 50 hours can improve someone's performance. But if they work more than 50 hours... Their job performance starts to plateau, and if they work more than 65 hours a week, their performance sharply drops off. Okay. I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Uh, Wouldn't be prudent. Not in this juncture. Wow. George H.W. Bush. Oh, I thought you were doing Ross Perot. (laughs) No, that is, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I (laughs) finish? All right, the uh, Friday Slow Jam is coming Friday right Slow up. Jam. All right, that's good, Steve. America. You're a talented Jordan, guy. That's W. All right. Oh, here we go. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Guess what time it is. What time is it, Donna? Yes. The time will be rock o'clock. Hey there. Friday, no games, no trivia, no hipstery lessons. Just uh, take a highlight from early in the week and slow her down. Listen, 
Rocco. Yes. You vibing hard today? I'm feeling good. Yeah, you? It's Friday. Yeah, because that Rebecca Black song. I just saw that she's coming in concert. Uh, really? Yeah. I'd have to Google that. Maybe we can go see her. She's still, she's doing well, I guess. I hope so. Did people like that song? I love, well, people really made fun of the song. Um, there were a lot of jokes at her expense. I stand by that song Friday is really a fun listen. I thought so too. Front seat, back seat. Like she had, she was yeah. getting into a friend's car. I was like, where should I sit? It's what you think about, you know? Yeah, sure. Something about gotta have my bowl, gotta have cereal. What a, what yeah. a line that is. Um, yeah, she'll be here May 14th at the Amsterdam Bar in downtown St. Paul. The Amsterdam Bar? Yeah, that's it's a hipster uh, place. It's You're a not super allowed. hipster place. Oh, okay. It's, what, like the Turf Club? I've been to the Turf Club. Yeah, it's yeah, similar to that. It's maybe smaller than that. It is, oh, it is Mother's Day Sunday. How's that? Take your mom to see Rebecca Black. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. You know, she's playing in Chicago on that, like, Friday. You can make a weekend of it. Is this the original version of this song? Or is so. this, a, wow. I didn't remember it being as pecky in the back. Pecky. Pecky. You know, like. But, man. Hang on. Turn it. She's only doing like 10 dates and we're one of them. Yeah. Donna. Yep. <laughs> you likey? Yeah, sure. 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 I just don't want to have to take that out of the podcast. Thanks for the extra work. Oh, we talked over it a lot, didn't you? Nah, I don't know. Well, let's pretend uh, that you can have an edit point for the podcast in three, two, Hey, it's time for the slow jam, you guys. Oh this goes here. That's amazing. Let's do the Let's segment. Have some fun. Here it is. I'm going to slow things down. That's right. We're going to slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve slow jam. Hey. No, no, no. <laughs> so no. This mic wedding thing is this gonna be like a big my talk event? I mean, are we all gonna be there? Do that to him? No, we're not invited. He just met us. No, you're all invited. In my head, I'm like, this is fun, Steve. Rocco's gonna actually, Rocco's gonna officiate it, and he'll introduce himself as Rocco. Rocco from Crescent Tide Creation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you give the beautiful story of this is the beginning right. and someday it will end. That's right. <laughs> and when it's time to make a toast, you could suggest canopy group insurance packages for the... <laughs> The Mike the Mensch family. And then yes. when someone falls, falling <laughs> Yeah, while they're doing the shout, God uh, hits you. Mike Bryant on the phone. Bradshaw Bryant. Hey, uh. Mike, is it true that some people get injured while dancing? They go out to have a good time, but it ends in a life-changing event? Really? 
Thank you for listening to the Friday Slow Jam. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes! You can't claim it in the moment. No. That Just did. Eliminates it. To the people of the future. <laughs> What's the weather like? What? Our interest rates. <laughs> to the guy from Galaxy Quest. I have to hear from you. Oh. <laughs> people I'm from Neverstar. Oh. I did like you. Oh. That was the Donna and Steve oh, Slow Jam. We are uh, such morons. Oh. <laughs> nice job, Rocco. Why, thank you. Is that the kind of thing that we do send to our um, our partners, like the Canopy Group, Crescent Tide Cremation, yeah, Bradshaw and Bryant, or does that terminate our relationship with them? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just want to be uh, mindful. We, we love those guys. No, they're great. Not, I love those guys. That's not ours. No, nope. right. We love those guys. The other guys. Right. Our guys. No, I'm just waiting Ugh. for the email from the salesperson. Hey, can you send that to me? Guess what? I already it. did. You already right. sent it to them? I sent it to mine. Oh, yeah. oh what a goody two-shoe. Yeah, really. Oh! Donna, you sent that to the sales team at large. So who'd you send it to? Don't worry about it. Say a first name. Christy. It was wow! Probably, it was probably a reply all... All the salespeople in Chicago and Fort Lauderdale yeah. just got it. Oh, old joke. You're <laughs> so call funny. Call back. Whatever, Rocco. Yeah. Donna. Just because I still write a check or two. Which was worse, the time you emailed the whole company or the time you printed your entire inbox and broke the printer? Email. Emailing the whole well, company. That's and, pretty embarrassing. Particularly with what you emailed. You said that you had done 800 hours of community service. You denoted that it was a, quote, slow year. And spoiler alert, all she did was foster a dog. It's called having a pet, guys. (laughs) You're not the Pope, all right? Easy does it there, Mother Teresa. What, did you pet him? Are you itemizing that? You got him some kibble? Well, let's um, declare her a saint. That was worse because she replied all with fake community service. And frankly, it makes you wonder how many other times in her life taxes has fraud <laughs> been a part of her story. Rude. I'm asking the question. I was just replying to her boss who said, hey, guys, I need this by the end of the day. And I was like, okay, I don't really have anything other than these 800 <laughs> How did you arrive at that number? Okay, because I had a dog for like three months. 24 hours in a day. I think she did take off like time asleep and at work. I did. I did. I'm sure there was. Listen, I've seen the woman jot down answers during like a college of pop culture and all. I'm sure there was all sorts of scratch paper. She came to it. She probably double checked. I did. I tried. You know, I I had to bring her to get surgery. That was an hour and a half away. That's three hours. Right there. I don't mm. know. I don't know how to do these things. They're incalculable. <laughs> oh, Donna. I was so ashamed. Yeah, that one was. That was not my greatest. That was not your greatest. Yeah. And then. And then. We went pretty I, heavy on the 800 hours. 
I was being very vulnerable in sharing the story. I was like, oh, my God, do you know what I just did? And then you blew it out of proportion like you do. You're not really a true friend. Donna (laughs) essentially said that that year she worked 20, 40-hour weeks fostering a dog. You know, she must be busy because she couldn't find 20 minutes to sit down with you to coordinate your awards picks this year. Yeah, we did the old reply all thing. It was a garbage factory. We we had a chance until yeah, yeah. Until, today. until today. Uh if you missed it, Lori and Julia, they won. So now Rocco, oh, we have right. to fill in and do an hour of their show. Each show will do an hour and then they get the day off. I'm just trying to figure out what's the right strategy. You know, is there a way that we can steal their listeners? Uh, we promote our show. All we do is do the best we can, and that in and of itself will be the promotion. It'll be fun. I'll join you guys. We'll, do, yeah! we'll bring Rocco Clock to the yeah. All right. drive. We don't great. know what hour we're getting. That's true. It's... Lori did request that it was a, be a Friday. Yeah, oh, well, she tonight. doesn't get to. Oh, wait, pick. that's nice for her. That's bad for us. <laughs> right. Oh. Very bad for us. Why don't we just pre-record it? Ooh. And not tell anyone. That's fun. And then I we like could just that. say, hey, happy Friday, everybody. Yeah, then we I like that idea. Precedent, and there'll be like a big celebrity death that we're not reporting because. Oh right, tape. right. Yeah, or there's some emergency or something. Bob Newhart has passed, and we put up a billboard. But meanwhile, we're yakking about you know uh, Galaxy Quest quotes. And stuff. <laughs> Steve, Bob Newhart, ninety-eight and alive. All right. Is that correct? No. How old is he, Donna? Well, I'm going to look it up right now. You were just asking if I thought he was alive or not? That is correct. He, my friend, is currently... 93. Nice. 93. Mm-hmm. It was all a dream. Spoiler. It was. Yeah, the don't Bob say New anything else. <laughs> oh, geez. Don't say anything else. Somebody's on like episode, the penultimate episode of Newhart, oh. and you just spoiled it for him. Oh, man. Yeah. What an awesome... He was so funny. Decision that was to have it all be a dream. Yeah, because that cool. second show really sucked. The, the one where they were the keepers, the innkeepers. That, that's kind of what we're talking about, right? The, yeah. The because, Newhart, at the end of Newhart, they make it seem like it was all a dream from the Bob Newhart show and Suzanne Plachette's there in bed with him, right? Isn't that how that works? Yes, but oh, I think the how, dream. So it was the spinoff show. Right. Was, hey, I had the weirdest dream that we. Oh, owned this. Right. I understand. Wow. Vaguely. Now we super Can we just it. take off now? Have you guys ever heard the theory? <laughs> this is super a, spoiled. I'm going to bring this up next week for Hipstery Lesson. Have you guys ever heard the theory that um, St. Elsewhere, you know, the end of St. Elsewhere, yes. turns out oh, yeah. it, was ju- it was all not a dream, but it was the a little kid, kid who looking, had autism. Yeah, looking into the snow globe. And so it turns out St. Elsewhere was never really a thing. Right. But then St. Elsewhere has all these crossover episodes with other shows, leading people to believe that like everything that was ever on television exists. Yeah, right. I have heard this before. I loved that show. That was like my favorite show. I've never seen a single episode. I don't even know a single person who was Howie Mandel. From Bobby's World. Mm Mm-hmm. Long before. So good. Not Bobby and Steve's. 
separate. <laughs> oh, boy. Bobby's World. Rocco, this would be a good time for you to take off. Oh, that's cartoon. right. Here. That's my cue. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Rocco. Rocco. I might stick you. around and talk about cremation services, but All go right. ahead. You guys do your thing. All right. Well, uh, you're going to find out the soup. Yeah. When we come right back. Makes you wonder what's in the pepper. Bakers. We'll find out what the soup is. In fact, Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services right here in good old St. Paul. My mom's still around in her uh, early to mid-70s. Um, she's decided to prepay and pre-plan for a simple cremation there because she wants things done her way. She doesn't want me to be in charge of it because I'm kind of wacky and uh, might go sideways. No, she's like, hey, simple cremation, kids. Then go have a nice dinner, talk about me. Uh, you can have dessert if you say something nice. So that is what uh, someday will happen. And uh, my sister and I don't have to stress about it. We don't even have to pay for it. Maybe that's a conversation you want to have uh, with your kids, maybe with your parents, uh, and just sort of uh, arrange that simple cremation. So many people these days, that's all they want. They don't want a big, fancy, expensive funeral. They want a simple cremation and, and then a celebration of their choosing. Uh, it's not just the pre-paying and pre-planning. Lisa and Verlin always like me to tell you, you know, look at those Google reviews and see how they come through for people in that time of need and grief. Crescenttide.com. Yes. I'm right. Hey guys, it's a final stretch of our show, the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Our talk is fun. Thank you all for listening today. And always. Thank you. I'm Steve Patterson. Um, I have a couple little uh, stupid things that happen on this day in history. I love it. <laughs> you called it low hanging fruit the other day, which I would agree with. But again, low hanging fruit is what people eat most often. And people like fruit. Fair enough. 147 years ago, on this day, February 3rd, Albert Spalding and his brother took their combined savings of $800 and they started a sporting goods company. They call it, excuse me, they called it Dick's because I don't know why they called it that. Oh, I just got set up. Should I read the full thing? Sure, if it's not going to get us fined. Well, I don't know. It said that they called it that because they weren't very well liked. And then it said, I kid, I kid. Obviously, they called it Spalding. They manufactured the first official baseball, (laughs) tennis ball, basketball, golf ball, and football. Thanks. The NFL uses Wilson balls, so that's why they don't use Spalding. Uh, 32 years ago in 1991, Nancy Culp, the sexy Mrs. Hathaway on the Beverly Hillbillies, died at the age of 69. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just, these are things, these are notable things that happen on this day. Okay. Uh, let's see, I'll try to get to one that's not super depressing. Um, 25 years ago in the year 1998, Donna, Brian Cashman was named the general manager of the Sports Talk New York Yankees. You're from New York, kind of. Sort of. He's responsible for building teams that won six American League pennants and four World Series. That's fun. 21 years ago in 2002, the New England Patriots won their first Super Bowl on this day. They beat the Rams 20-17 to in Super Bowl 36. It was the first Super Bowl after the September 11th attacks. Who did the coin toss? Uh, what was the year? 
2012, but it was the first Super Bowl after the September 11th attacks. The president. W. Mm-hmm. W did it. Who did the halftime show? Oh, boy. Um, that was... Do you you too, you got it. It is my favorite band at the time, and the such a moving tribute. It was U2. Interesting that... British. They did streets that have uh, streets where the streets have no name, have no name yeah. and then they oh. put all of the people's names mm. on the back. Oh, wow. Like two oh, World I Trade Centers. Yes, it is unreal. Wow. wow. Uh, Mariah Carey sang the national anthem at that Super Bowl. So there you have Tom wow. Brady winning his first Super Bowl. You've got the president doing the coin toss. You've got you 2 at halftime and Mariah Carey doing the national anthem. That's a pretty, uh, all after September 11th, pretty darn historic. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 17 years ago, Donna, the year was 2006. Okay. Al Lewis, who played Grandpa Munster on the Munsters, passed at the age of 82. Aw. Thanks. And finally, a decade ago, the year was 2013, Destiny's Child reunited for Beyonce's halftime show at Super Bowl 47. Alicia Keys sang the national anthem, and the Baltimore Ravens beat the San Francisco 49ers 34-31 to all after, I believe, a power outage. The lights went out, yep. You got to pay that bill, dog. Yeah, you do. You know what I'm saying? I sure do, Steve. I thought that went pretty poorly. I thought so, too. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. Cafeteria's friend. Hey. Hey. It's me, Mon, Big Nasty. What's up? Nothing. What's going on? Um, I've got to be honest, man. i got some hunger pangs in my body. All I have is a protein shake mixed with water and a banana. That's not good. I need something more. What do you got? I got uh, a cheeseburger wrap with a special sauce. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. What inspired that? Well... I, I don't think I could, like, say it on air because oh. it might, like, um, infringe on some copyright issues. Oh, mm. I see. Okay. Um, so you got a oh. special sauce, do you? I do. And uh, kind of like a, a large man. or Sure. L- okay. Yeah, or a truck. Okay. Like, mm. uh, I've seen uh, Mack trucks. That's a sort of... Thing yep. I've seen before. Mm, so a large okay. truck. Okay. Those are cool. That's very cool. Uh, do you have a soup to go I with? I do. That? It is broccoli cheese. Oh no, it's broccoli and cheese. Yeah, I love broccoli and cheese. All right. I got a tip for you. You want a tip today? Dude, we are wait, taking anything wait. to fill time. Hang on. We hold are. on. Hold on. Don't leave. We're going to give you an official intro for oh, this. Oh no, where <coughs> is Come on, Don. Here we go. Time for a there tip. Hang on. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody yep. on the show getting Hi. Weird that I'm no, no, that's the right thing to do when you hear it. All right, here we go. We've got Chef Brian from the Hubbard Cafeteria. All right, now expanding so, a soup segment with a tip. You got it. So when reheating cream-based, cheese-based, milk-based soups, put water in a big pot, put your soup in a small one, and double boil it. Oh. Otherwise, you'll scald it, you'll get a burnt flavor, and it'll taste like crap. 
We're going to have to say that tip one more time, and I want to make sure I understand. Am I putting a pot inside of another pot? You are. Yeah. And the, the big pot's got water. Okay. The smaller pot with the soup goes in the pot with the water. Wow. So it's going to double boil it, so you're not going to burn the outside. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it? Wow, yep. that's interesting. And hey. you think, oh, it's going to take so long, but you're going to save time scraping that pot, you know? One last question <laughs> while we have you. Yeah. Um. My wife has made a couple of really good soups in the last uh, week or so, and the only thing that she has said when she tries the final product, and I've loved them both, but with a couple different things where she said, it's feeling a little salty, even though I used the exact amount that the recipe called for. In one case, she even used a little bit less because she was making more than it called for. The point is, uh, with salt, if you have a sort of a hair trigger for recognizing if something is too salty... Yeah. Do you lose a lot by just putting it, salting the dish after, or is it critical during no, the cooking? No, you can salt it after. Um, I mean, especially with soup because it's hot and it's going to break down right in there. So, okay. Yeah, just leave it out. You know, use low sodium chicken broth if that's the key. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This is really great. I smell a new segment on our show. It's Ask Brian Anything. Yes. Yes. What's the soup with Chef Brian? Yeah, he's got callers. That'd be great. Oh, people would call. They would ask you all sorts (laughs) of questions, Brian. That is for dang sure. Totally. We'll have another job to do. Oh, fine. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Have a good weekend. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. I was really. Really captivated. Yeah, that's interesting. The, <laughs> the, uh, the the double boil. That's how I um, melt chocolate. It's uh, like what do they call that? A Dutch oven? The pot no, inside the pot? I don't know if that's a Dutch oven. It's not. I don't think so. Um, I thought it was okay. No. Do you melt chocolate often? <sighs> Only if I'm baking. I want to surveil you for a week. Mm, I don't want you to. I just want to know. I feel like I I don't totally know you. I feel like if you walked in my house, you'd be like, what is this? That's your projecting. That's your insecurity talking. No, I think you'd be like, are you living a double life? Like, it looks like I'm domestic, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) We all know you're feral. That's right. Mike, we've had a nice time with you on this show, and we anticipate that it will continue next week. Let's do it. And for the foreseeable future, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn are next. Loj after that, and then evening programming.